Welcome back, folks. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm here to talk to you about this unique and thoughtful film called The Inspection. Monday, I believe, was November 21st, 2022. And that is when I went to my local AMC and watched this movie. My experience in the theater, it, uh, it was interesting. I'll say this about myself. When it comes to watching movie, I like to experience my movies in a certain way. What do I mean by that? I mean, I don't like to be interrupted. I don't like distractions, any sort of interference, or whatever I deem to be a weird happening. I bring this all up because those things took place. So when I get into the theater, I sit down. I'm the only one in the auditorium. I'm five minutes early. About two minutes later, a young gentleman comes in, mustard colored coat with a backpack on, heads straight to the front row, takes a random seat, sits down, looks up at the screen and notices if he looks up long enough, his neck's going to start to hurt. So he gets up, looks behind him, sees that there's no one else in this theater and walks about to choose another seat. You ask yourself, brother, why are you mentioning this? AMC has reserved seating. No matter if there's two people in the theater or the full 100 person max capacity for this auditorium. There is no way the dude could have known that whatever seat he chose, no one else reserved. No matter if the theater was empty at that moment. So he goes, he sits 10 rows back, I think, in the middle of the row. No more than two minutes after he sits down, people start coming into the theater. The previews are already on the screen. In his exact row, for the exact seat that he chose, there were people who booked those seats. He had to get up again and go elsewhere. Bruh, you wasted time. You also inconvenience other people. Just because you can't sit your ass in the seat you reserved originally. Why does this bother you, man? Why are you even mentioning this? My peripheral vision is such that 
anything that comes into its sight that's not meant to be there or is uh, of a suspicious nature becomes a distraction. And this dude was lollygagging and fucking about. (laughs) And so it distracted me. Luckily, it was during the previews. I watched the majority of the previews before either online or at other movies. So it wasn't a big deal. But come on, son. What are you doing? It's 2022. Get with the program. But you stated there was two events. Oh, yeah. After I watched the previews, movie started. Another gentleman. This time, uh, a bearded man with a crossbody bag. He was sitting two rows in front of me to my left. I usually sit in the aisle, as I've mentioned before, uh, behind the wheelchair accessible spot. Couldn't get that spot this time. People chose to reserve those seats both on the right and left hand side of this auditorium. I'm no big podcaster, but I think I started a trend here because beforehand when I would book tickets, those seats would always be available. All of a sudden I shoot up three podcasts in a week's time and boom, I can't get my seats no more. Anyways, I sit in front of the wheelchair accessible spot. This time I still have leg room because I can lean all the way back. There was no one behind me. There was no uh, person in a wheelchair at this movie. So I was good. This gentleman that I saw walk into the theater, walked into the middle seat of the row. He had this, uh, this movie cup in his hand, this big old cup, those big gulp cups. And I bring this up because the man got up four to five times during the movie. You ask me, damn, that was a distraction, huh? You think? If the man was going to the bathroom often, I wouldn't have cared because I would have understood. Damn, son, you're drinking all this goddamn soda. The movie's not even that long. Like, you should have just chilled. Don't drink all that. You're going to miss the entire movie. But that's not what he was doing. How did you know what he was doing? About the third or fourth time, he got up to get out of his seat. The exit door stayed open because someone else came back into the theater from the restroom. Y'all can feel whatever way you want. This is my story. So I'm going to say it like this. 
this fool was getting up four to five times during this movie to refill his fucking cup. That is annoying. That is ridiculous. And that is unnecessary. If you come to a movie theater to drink soda that many times during the movie, you didn't watch the movie. You're wasting money. You're wasting time. You could have stayed home. Like, come on, man. I look back. The dude walks through the door, goes to 20 feet to the Coca-Cola machine and refills his freaking cup. Because every time he got up, he didn't spend more than a minute to then come and sit back down. It takes more time for him to get up, get out of his seat, go to the bathroom, do his deed, and come back and sit down. He never went to the bathroom. He went to go refill. Don't be that person. That is my PSA. And that was part of my experience for this for this uh for this film, The Inspection. On to the movie. The acting, the portrayals, brilliant. I believe this was uh, the director slash writer, creator of this film, Elegance Bratton. Uh, this is his first feature film. And he did a tremendous job. Can't call it anything else more than that. Uh, this is basically based on true events of his life. He is a gay black man from Newark, New Jersey, who chose to go into the Marines at age 25 to see if he can get his life straight. He had been on his own since he was 16 years old. Why? Because him and his mother didn't have a great relationship. The reason as to why is because his mother couldn't accept the fact that her son was gay. The young man was homeless. Uh, he didn't have a job. Uh, his friends, his words during the movie were either on drugs, dead, or in jail. And he didn't want to end up like that. So he decided, if the Marine Corps would take me, I'm going to see what I can do. As per what we saw in the trailer, you knew the proverbial you, as in all of us. We knew he was going to go through some shit. That's just the reality of the situation. Outside of that, what hit me the most about this movie was his relationship with his mother. Playing his mother in this movie is acclaimed actress Gabrielle Union. I've always had 
a lot of admiration and respect for Gabrielle Union. But this film right here, it put her in another stratosphere for me. I walked away from this film believing that Gabrielle Union was a very non-sympathetic, non-empathetic, narrow-minded, and ignorant human being. That's how much verisimilitude went into this film. What is verisimilitude? It is the act or the portrayal of something being real, something being believable. And damn, did Gabrielle Union make me feel like she was the worst mother on planet Earth. The reason as to why I felt this film so much um, within my own family structure, there was a similar situation that happened uh, in the early 90s. Uh, long story short, I had a cousin. He was gay. Um, I believe he was in his early to mid-20s. And he passed away. He was also outcasted by his own mother, my aunt, who to this day I don't speak to. I was always told good things about my cousin, how good of a person he was, and just how misunderstood he, he was. I was a young kid during the 90s. My dad was one of his biggest fans. So when my cousin was found dead uh, near the George Washington Bridge by the Little Red White House in Washington Heights, due to suspicious circumstances, it hit him very hard. And if there's anything I've ever taken away from my dad, even knowing that I don't have a good relationship with him, was you just can't throw people away because you disagree with how they live their lives. How does this tie into the movie? Well, it's a parallel, right? My cousin's mom, basically understanding and knowing he was in a precarious situation. He was part of that uh, later 80s, early 90s uh, wave of drug culture in the gay community um, and that plus the fact that he was a homosexual didn't necessarily help in this case with the movie it was hinted or at least the look of 
of Elegance Bratton, or AKA in this film, French. It looked like French when we first beat him in the movie. In the movie. Sorry. He looks a little strung out. And that combined with his obvious lifestyle turned his mother off. We meet his mom because French wanted to get his birth certificate from his mother at the apartment. So he goes into the apartment. Everything had purpose in every scene. They go into the apartment. You see religious, let's just say paraphernalia in the apartment. And at the same time, on the TV, his mother had some sort of a religious problem, not problem, program that she was watching on the TV. I say all this as a uh, as a short synopsis of what the movie was basically about. French was outcasted by his own mother. Didn't have many people around him. Didn't have much support. He went to go look for support elsewhere. He didn't necessarily find it right away at the Marine Corps. He endured some hardships, but he persevered through boot camp and he was able to make a better life for himself. Ultimately, as seems to be the outcome. His fellow recruits, some very hostile towards him, others wanting to help him. Um, one of the other drill instructors took a liking to him. And that was unique dynamic in the movie. Uh, the brother, Bokeem Woodbine, he was in this film. And yet again, if you've ever seen or watched Bokeem throughout the majority of his career, he always plays a very good antagonist. And he played quite the drill instructor of this boot camp. <laughs> man, some of these scenes in this movie, man, you can, I think most people can't believe that these things took place. And the simple fact that Mr. Elegance Bratton, aka French, uh, persevered and was able to move forward with his life is what I walked away with in this film. Along with something 
that I'm not too sure he's gotten to in his life yet. The reason that's why I say that is there was a featurette on the film that was published as part of the uh, the marketing for the film. I believe I watched it on Instagram. And he spoke about his life, trials, tribulations, how long it took for him to come up with the idea for the film and how it all came together. But there was also one thing that I came away with uh, when he was explaining how he wanted to move forward with his life and how being in the Marine Corps and persevering was going to prove everyone who doubted him wrong especially his mother and I didn't take that away from the film what I took away from the film was another perspective he didn't need to prove anything to anyone he needed to do this for himself and him being able to persevere through the hardships the mistreatment and the level of non-acceptance not only from certain members from the Marine Corps but his own mother there was a line in the movie towards the tail end uh, where Gabrielle Union said to French I will always love you but I can't love what you are and I felt that I felt for him in that moment and it was just tough to even see and hear that in a movie and for me just how just how believable it was and how tremendous uh, Gabrielle Union was in this film in contrast to all the great roles and portrayals from all the other actors it was like she put a knife through my heart you know and that I think is what is going to make people love this film so what are my thoughts this film makes you feel this film makes you see different levels of discrimination and mistreatment unfairly and unjust 
all different types of people and groups in this nation and across the world go through those things and to see it from elegance's point of view and to know that something similar happened in my own family history it just speaks volumes man you can't be a dirtbag man don't be a freaking shitty person bro don't like to be treated like that by your own mother it's just disgraceful it's like you coming out the womb with disrespect I just man but to give y'all a little wrap on this uh, I wanted to make sure to get to you guys what the fans are thinking in comparison to what the critics are thinking so this film has been lauded in the festival route uh, it went into the New York Film Festival the, the Toronto Independent Film Fest, Festival this is one of those films that's probably going to have some Oscar buzz I feel like Gabrielle Union should definitely get some consideration for her her role in this the young man uh, in the movie who plays French I believe uh, let me see if I can get his name here the actor Jeremy Pope Jeremy Pope is the actor's name he did a terrific job um, portraying what elegance wanted to portray about his life Mr. Bratton in that in that feature read he mentioned that everything that happened with his mother was real and everything that happened in boot camp and elsewhere he took artistic liberties with so keep that in mind if you are going to watch this film at a later date but to end this up critics 72 reviews 82% right audience score fewer than 50 verified ratings but it's at a hundred percent like that to me speaks volumes um, it's considered a drama uh, definitely an LGBTQ plus film but that shouldn't matter it's a good film I recommend it to everybody go and watch it I know a lot of people always want it nowadays do I want to spend my money to go to the movies uh, this is better just to, to stream it I'm about the movie going experience folks go watch it in a theater ain't nothing like it definitely highly recommend this film 
And that is my take on the inspection. I appreciate everybody for listening. Shout out to my friend Rebecca for letting me have a conversation with her about this movie and the thoughts that I just relayed in this recording. It just let me have a more fluid vision as to what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. Thanks, folks. It's going to be a pretty busy weekend for me. I got five movies, four days, Friday to Monday. Next movie up, Knives Out, Friday, 2.50 p.m. for me. So I'll be recording a, an episode for that. Then I have The Sun, which is a Hugh Jackman movie. That's on Saturday. And then Sunday, I have The Menu at 1.15. Then I have Devotion at 7.15. And then on Monday, I have the animated film Strange Worlds which is the new Disney animated film. So you'll get reviews for all those films coming to you within the next week. Appreciate y'all for listening yet again. Thank you. Share this if you like it. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe. You know how it goes. This has been your friendly neighborhood moviegoer. Check you next time.